Yo, what up guys? We are back. Triple GFL. My apologies for the delay. Um, some scheduling issues, you know, getting in the in the way a bit. Um, and yeah, it is what it is. So, should be back on regular regular schedule, watching Monday nights, trying to get people who have the matchup involved um, on that edition. But, uh, you know... Like I said, sorry, sorry about the the lag there. Good news is we have had everyone in the league on the podcast once at least, uh, finalizing it with Mister Dilly. We get into a, a nice conversation, kept it relatively brief, just because you know we had some long ones lately and didn't look at the engagement numbers. But I'd imagine that uh, not everyone listened to it all the way through, which is okay. It's okay. We're here for content. Um, yeah, the commission's woes continue, solidifying a five-game losing streak after starting the league 5-0. Silver lining is I'm still tied for first in my division. There's going to be a first-round bye issued to the winner of the Temecula Conference. So right now, me and Sikorsky are duking it out. Russian warship, go fuck yourself. Uh, should be a fun finish. Um and for myself, I'm, I'm getting into the part of the schedule that, that led to me being 5-0, and save for uh, Scroto Ballers getting some revenge on me in a hard-fought, well-earned victory this week. Um, yeah, so without further ado, let's get you into a little bit of the conversation with Sir Dilly. Um, then wrap the episode up with a nice bow, some, some recap of the matchups at the back end, and then a quick look at the uh, next week preview, and then maybe a little bit of uh, playoff picture analysis. Who knows? Who knows? I could change. So uh, we'll see. But uh, anyway, enjoy the conversation. Catch back up with you in a bit. John, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Great. Great. Ready to pot. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Got, got your dinner in, did the dishes. <laughs> did the dishes, got the dinner, and it was great. I had some pasta. Right on, right on. Is Parsons over there? He is he's in the shower right now. Yeah. Oh, it's a nice shower. Nice, yeah. nice. So he, yeah. so he, I, I, I didn't, I couldn't tell if Andrew was just assuming or not, but he's living with you guys. Yeah, he's living with us since he just moved back, and then eventually we'll kick him out. Gotcha. Have his own place to live. <laughs> gotcha. You make him do some chores and stuff while he's there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good oh, yeah, stuff. Absolutely. How, how are you feeling about getting him in uh, a great group of guys next season? Oh, I think he's going to love it. He's been <laughs> itching for a, for a football league, I know. He hates the league he's in right now. So, <laughs> we'll show him what a good league is. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I, dude, I, I was expecting him to be one of the guys that bit um, when I originally asked, and when he didn't, uh, in a roundabout way, it was kind of like, what the part of the reason that I didn't get the shit going sooner because I was like, shit, I didn't even yeah. get ten guys, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, but it's all his fault. <laughs> yeah, goddamn it, Parsons. Just blame it on him. <laughs> I'm gonna blame my five week losing streak on him too. There we go. Yeah, you absolutely <laughs> can. You're a fluster. You know. You're all flustered. Dude, I, I don't know like what's been going. There's been a couple. Like I think you just beat my ass like normally and. This week, I can't really say it's been bullshit, but I think, like, the the middle three games in my five-week losing streak have just been, like, 
extraordinarily bad luck. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the type of loser streak that it just pains you to open up the app. Like, yeah. Every, day on a, every time on a Sunday. And it's little it's things too. It. Like it won't take its foot off the back of my head, like drowning me in a puddle. Like yeah. I fucking lose a matchup because a kicker didn't do fucking anything. And then I get another kicker the next week and he gets two points. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Like what's it's, going it's, on it's, here? You need more than the bare minimum from the kicker. <laughs> yeah, but That's anyway, tough. how you feeling about your team? That's tough. I'm I'm super happy about my team. I started shaky, um, and then I did a couple trades and um, got the running back situation sorted out. Now I'm really happy. I mean, I got Joe Mixon and uh, Joe Burrow as long as I keep them. So that's a good thing to happen <laughs> in a dynasty league. I feel like. Yeah, it's cool. Like, I, I like solving a problem that you can like see for the foreseeable future, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I just got that quarterback-running back combo pretty much any time. Uh, Cincinnati scores a touchdown the next five years or whatever. I'll be yeah, you're, you're so. involved. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, good sign. And just got lucky with some stuff like Gabe Davis being good and, and the nice. Washington receivers I have being good. So uh, I feel great. Yeah. It's it's a good squad. I felt good about my team, obviously, when you're five and zero. Sure. And I think I, there was some luck involved with that, and some bad luck involved with my downfall. So I think I probably won't win it this year now. But I think that if I can find a good quarterback, like say yeah. um, Bryce Young or someone that goes to a good team that that might have an impact soon and use a draft pick on him, then might be able to round my shit out a bit more. Not bad. I mean, the start your starting lineup's not horrible. It's pretty good, so yeah. I think you could build around that. I mean, to, uh, um, to build around. So. I was nervous when he was getting knocked out every other uh, week. <laughs> he, he did come back kind of quick. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting. My uh, tight end emporium has gone to shit as well. Like, that's, that's tough. Darren that's Waller tough. doesn't want to play anymore. Fucking Kittle. Uh, Kittle's fucked. It's so annoying, but I don't know. Is it just because he like run blocks all the time? Yeah, and I think it's just because like they just want to run the ball. Yeah, I think he's just like with Shanahan and all the weapons the Niners have. It's just kind of like a carousel. Like yeah. it's going to be a guy one week, and then he won't really have another week until you know two or three games later. <laughs> yeah, it's like the old uh, thing with the Chiefs wide receivers. Yeah, it's like, well, exactly. Could be your guy this week. Your guy could get zero points. Yep. <laughs> Which uh, he might be experiencing with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Is dude, he not playing dude, that much anymore? No, he's he's like falling off a cliff. Um, uh, ouch. He's like drop material now, that's what the yeah, fucking seriously. experts are saying. But I'm going to keep him going for a little bit just because the benches are pretty deep. So Yeah, yeah. We'll see, but... Uh, yeah, he was he was good for like I drafted him hoping like uh, maybe a game or two I'll get him a start like on a on a good matchup so he kind of served his purpose and we'll hey. see I don't know I think he's watching. Yeah, now kick him to the curb. It's a business. Just kick him to the curb. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> Five game losing streak. No one's safe. Nobody's safe. <laughs> um, fuck. Are you are you watching this game at all or no? The Monday I just night? turned it on. I've been kind of turning it off and on. I did not know the. Man, for winning a half. That is NFL's, interesting. NFL's so weird, dude. It is weird, man. <laughs> it could just be some lowly team from Washington. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, they showed, so 
uh, Heineke was like driving at the end of the half, and they set up for a pretty long field goal that Joey Sly hit. So they went up six, and uh, Sirianni, the Eagles coach, like chucked his headset down. He's all pissed walking. <laughs> I'm like, buddy, chill the fuck. You're fucking eight and zero. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> Which means you're liable to drop a weird Monday night game. Yeah, to, dude. To a bad team, like it's just. Gonna I think the happen. Niners did the same thing a couple years ago. They're like nine and zero. Yeah. They're playing some chump team and uh, just blew it on prime time. And all my Niners yeah. fans friends are just like, "This is oh my god, dude!" I'm like, and, "Relax." Yeah. <laughs> and everybody freaks out. Time game, so everybody's watching. Yeah, that's just you can't do that. I mean, you got to do it like what the Bills and the Chiefs do. It's like. One bad week doesn't matter. The only game that matters is week one of January or exactly. Start. I mean, that's <laughs> all that matters. Do you have a, a favorite NFL team you watch? You seem kind of just more into the betting, at least from the outside perspective. Yeah, no, that's hits the nail on the head. I grew up in Orange when there was no NFL team in LA. Yeah, so <laughs> I just love football. So where did you? Uh, you grew up in Orange. I, that was kind of like my college stomping grounds and. Basically, 2010 to 2020, I was living in and around nice. the city of Orange. What high school did you go to? Hell yeah, I went to Orange Lutheran. Oh. That's where my, that's where my mom worked, yeah. Did you now, really? Like, half of my family works, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Played hockey there for four years. No that's way. I, I Every once in a while, I'll run into someone either on the roller rinks or the ice rinks oh, with yeah. some Olu gear, like a helmet or something. Oh, yeah. A lot of people stayed back like in, in SoCal, so they're always skating. Yeah, there was one dude, I think it was like a dad or something, I don't think he would have played Orange Lutheran hockey when he was in high school, just he was kind of older. He was like this five foot eight, probably 200 pounds, like, piece of shit, and I just, he was always fucking with me, and like, he was, was, dude, I'm fucking 6'4", 285 pounds, so like, I feel bad when a tiny guy's messing with me or whatever, but he was one of those dudes that just didn't give a fuck, so... There was like two seasons. Two seasons where his face was just like on my dartboard, dude. I was like, I just want to fucking kill this guy. (laughs) I mean, you got to put him in their place. I know. I know. Every once in a while, they get a little too big for their britches. That reminder. Um, Yeah, I mean, it is. It is pretty recognizable gear. Like it's the giant L on everything. They put an L on it. I think Olu uniforms are clean, like across the board. They are. Yeah. Um, When we when we first started playing, we had those like really bad Ducks uniforms that were exactly like the really shitty 2007 Ducks ones but yeah. red and white <laughs> and it was ugly. It was much um, did you know, I, I don't I can't remember if we talked about it or explained it or anything, but uh, Weber, the guy behind uh, Team Dunbar in our league is the head varsity basketball coach at Olu. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this probably, probably knows half of my family pretty well. Well, shit, yeah, you probably... <laughs> How old, what year were you born? I was born in 96. Oh, shit, okay. So you were, yeah. missed him by a couple years of high school, but okay. he played he played basketball at Olu. And... I mean, I'm sure I was around. It's, I've been around since I was 10. So okay, was yeah. Like you you yeah. definitely have probably seen him before. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> I was all, yeah, all around the sport and stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, because he's like involved in the athletics there, he kind of goes and supports the other other teams when he can at first stretch there i think two years ago the hockey team was really good and he was like dude Carl, yeah. you gotta come come to nobu hockey game i was super down i just couldn't line it up but i would they like were, to go see they one were really good they started playing like a prep schedule and stuff 
Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it is okay. sick, like the like the private high schools, how much they can put into their athletics and stuff. Yeah, well, and they, uh, like when the Ducks moved their operations to the Great Park or whatever in Irvine, yeah. my high school, like, hockey team had a couple parents just buy the locker rooms, like their locker rooms at Anaheim Ice. So now those are all, so sick, I mean, at least dude. like a couple years, like a year ago, they were all Olu locker rooms. With, like, it was like a college team. It was crazy. Yeah, like, this and is that... too much. This is too much for Orange County. <laughs> I know those uh, those facilities make you feel like a stud too. Like I don't know if you've ever yeah, gone right. back and skated there or whatever, but um, that rink four or whatever has a straight up jumbotron. It's like an arena. It's pretty cool. That is cool. I've been there for an ASU Harvard hockey game uh, like a couple years ago. Yeah, that's the only time. It looks fun. It yeah. looks like a lot of fun to play. <laughs> It's cool. They couldn't figure out the uh, like a, a lot of new hockey rinks. They couldn't figure out the AC when they first started. Oh, it was God, like a fucking sauna in there. You go out, out uh, on the ice and it's just fucking soft as hell. Just puddles everywhere. <laughs> but they got it dialed now. That's good. That's necessary. You gotta have the AC inside. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> one of our one of the dudes oh. on the team was uh is like a sales rep for the company that ran the AC, so we're just giving them a bunch of shit until they Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is this, Pat? <laughs> just lay into him every time. It's miserable. Um, that's cool. I, I knew you were in Orange County. I didn't know you were that, that local to yeah. the Orange County that I know, so that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Lincoln and Glacel. <laughs> Lincoln and Glacel. So I used to... Uh, Fuck, what's the place called? A uh, good breakfast burrito spot right there. Lincoln oh, Troy's. Troy's. Oh, fucking Troy's. So good. Troy's the other day with my friend from back home. It's yes. It's so, so, good. Good. Um, so good. I worked at the OG's uh, yeah. right by I worked there from probably 2011 to 2013 or something. Oh, nice. That's like just after we stopped going to OGs. <laughs> just a bunch of almost connections. We could have been in fantasy leagues years ago. <laughs> yeah, years ago. Yeah. That's about when I started playing fantasy football, actually. <laughs> shit, man. Um, well, cool. Good shit. What do you... Uh, yeah. So you're pretty into betting most most major sports, sure. it seems. What do you look for in a bet, like an NFL bet? Uh, NFL's t- difficult because that's I, like in college I love to go after like bounce back games or um, teams that just had a big win yeah made them the next week uh, so that's a pretty tried and true um, formula of mine I guess if you want to call it. it's not like anything smart but it's just like I, I like that um, NFL uh, it's tough I like to go favorites more which is kind of not not smart I guess but um it seems I guess it tougher really lately. Quarterbacks. But yeah. Yeah. It's quarterbacks and coaches are the big thing, I think. <laughs> um, like, to that affect the game. I was there was one uh there was one Sunday where I just took nothing but money line money line dogs. Um and I yeah. got I got like the Panthers when they beat the Bucks and then some other big one and they were both like plus four hundred and I only hit those two but like out of my five bets, I was still like a net positive. It's profitable. Yeah. I'm just like, damn. Oh, we all go to that money line dog life every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly just so like you. Six losses in yeah. A row. Mostly because you just feel like a genius when it does hit. Yeah. Like, I fucking knew it. Oh, I knew it. I'll let it fly. I'll let it fly every once in a while on a high money line dog. It feels so good when you get it. Oh, yeah. I had a good it night last so good. night. I had a. Uh, nice. I had. 
Winnipeg Jets on a back-to-back in Seattle. They're pretty good value. It was like plus 140, I think. And then I had that. I think we had the same bet together, the plus 7.5 for the Bolts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was flat. And the fucking... Uh, well, dude, the, the Jets one, they, the Jets tied it up with the empty net with uh, two seconds left and then one in overtime. And I was playing Andrew. I had, like, a scenario in my head because I had a... I'll always go back to Aki Aki talk, but I was playing against Andrew, and uh, I had Martin Jones, and he had Shifley, but I got out to a sizable enough lead, and uh, Shifley got a goal in regulation. I was like, ah, fuck, all right, but I can still win this bet. And, uh, you know, so I I can even, I I don't care if Shifley scores another one, I'll still win the bet, or I'll still win my matchup and the bet. And as sure as shit, he scored an OT as well, so Andrew was probably just boiling on his couch, but... (laughs) so much fun i just i don't i don't feel like i'm ever as comfortable like i feel like it's less less times i've nailed a bet early on or whatever just because it's like never over where football sometimes you you know you've hit like mid second quarter or something especially in college yeah Yeah, college you'll you'll get that shit (laughs) absolutely no and yeah so i i love Hockey's a lot of fun too because I mean part of the what's so great about the playoffs is that like you have a side like, everybody has a side and the regular season didn't get kind of droney and yeah and, like oh well like a loss here doesn't really matter like but it makes it feel like the playoffs if you have like a, a bet on it because it gives you a side to like really seriously root for in this one yeah. specific game so <laughs> it's really fun oh man yeah I um I was like fucking ice cold going into last night too, so it was good to kind of get it back to end the week. End, and... <laughs> end the week on wins, and go into the next week feeling good. That's good. <laughs> you looking at anything this weekend already, or when do you when do you line your stuff up? No, I usually do like I'll, I'll uh, scroll through on Thursday during like a morning break at work for college, and then I'll do like Friday after I get off of work. I'll scroll through and figure out what the NFL bets are going to be. Yeah, I gotta uh, I gotta adopt that strategy. I've been, I'm just an eager guy. Like I always want to get back to the board, and whether I've won yeah. or lost, like I want to get back. Like as soon as the lines come out and try to catch a good line, but I end up exposing myself. Like I put, I think I put five sticks on Ohio State for that one game. I was telling Nate about it on the podcast, and then I turned it on Saturday morning. So they had to they had to score fourteen in the first quarter against Northwestern and there's like forty mile an hour winds and it's like hurricane. I'm like, oh dude, what have I done? Yeah, that's like instant regret. You can't. I mean, that that'll happen. Yeah, I just I don't know. I give myself two two scrolls through the board. If I don't like it, and two scrolls, then I'm just like trying to convince myself. So I try to like keep it at that as late ish as possible. But when I leave you, it to the weekend. Yeah. Like that, so. I think like I think most people have like a decent strategy that would work if they stuck to it, but everyone's so quick to like rip the rip the E chord, like they lose one. They're like, oh, got to get it back. Now I'm taking something that like I always find myself thinking like, oh, I could see this happening. It's like, bro, you've already lost if you're saying I can see this happening. Like, <laughs> I can see it happening. Yeah, well, you can also see like ten other scenarios. <laughs> 
Whenever I'm just staying tight and like betting once every two weeks or something and sticking to my stuff, I'm I'm usually pretty good. But, but then that bankroll builds up. I mean, I try to have like, money oh, to burn. Yeah. yeah. Might as well let it ride. Too much fun not to, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what do you do? Um, what do you, you graduated from Boise State, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I graduated from Boise State. What are you doing for work now? Now I'm, like, uh, in marketing for a CBD company up here. Oh, sick. Nice. Yeah, so it's kind of fun. It's, like, a smaller company, so it's do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but generally speaking, it's mostly marketing stuff. I think that's good, working for a smaller outfit, like, learning, kind of kind of a crash course on business and if you want to like go somewhere else down the road your your experience is just so much more broad and you can yes. kind of apply it different ways exactly that's um that's pretty much where i'm at right now like i can do so many random things that i would never do if i'm at like a corporated structure yeah and then like you can the office it's funny i've kind of been victim to it now i've been i'm in a position where i like have been interviewing and hiring people and just kind of getting burned by and not to say you would do this but uh, yeah. it's, it's crazy how people can kind of tweak a resume and just be like, yeah. oh yeah, I know all about this. And then like they get in, you're like, oh, you don't really know about this at all. <laughs> Exposed immediately. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool, dude. Um, my degree's in marketing. I kind of went straight to the sales route just cause when I was coming out of college in 2015, I think like yeah. the only thing I could get into marketing wise was like pretty like low paying stuff and i saw a couple sales exactly. gigs i was like shit i'm just gonna sell my soul so <laughs> sell my soul for sales yeah, yeah. A commission yeah i thought i mean I, I thought about that too but uh luckily like i was i picked up this job at this company and like helping out their packaging and fulfillment and stuff and then oh, like, nice. they were so small but they're like oh hey you studied this do you want to try out doing this for us and then it kind of like grew from there so i got kind of lucky in that aspect too oh like, that's perfect yeah i did not apply for the job like i'm in right now i kind of was able to grow into it and stuff yeah. which was awesome i basically sell to guys that you're probably working with before like the packaging and, and shipping guys those are probably those are the right yeah. <laughs> yeah probably oh yeah. i think you throwing a bomb Holy oh, I might I'm behind a little bit. I'm on the just the ESPN app, which is fucking disgustingly oh, behind. Dude, me and Parsons hate the ESPN app. It's the worst. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> it's the worst. I got Hulu TV and it's working. It works okay. It is like a minute behind. Okay. Cable though. I don't, it might it just works. be my internet or something because I was allegedly on watching on Prime a couple Thursdays ago. And Nate was like way in front of me, so I'm like, dude, I'm like live on on Prime. What the fuck? He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> just the internet. Yeah. The internet. Need to pay for the faster package, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then they slow it down again. You so you do Hulu TV? Yeah, I do Hulu live TV, and I do ESPN Plus too for the hockey, obviously. But Duh, that's I still like a chump. I still pay for Center Ice. I just haven't canceled it. You haven't canceled it yet. No, I'm just like, what a waste of... I know, what a waste of fucking... ESPN, like, it's pretty fucking rare that a game is not on ESPN. Yeah, it's pretty rare. It's only, like, the only time I can't really watch one is an NHL network or if it's, like, blacked out, which is the fucking worst here. Because we're 
technically, I guess, we're in Colorado's region, Seattle's region, and Vegas's region. So no. all three of those teams we can't watch. It's so dumb. That's such <laughs> horse shit, dude. <laughs> I know. They need to, like, renegotiate or something. Because I don't even think you – I think you can only get Seattle games, like, on cable here. I don't think you can get anything else. Well, that – and it's like, dude, the more and more – the more and more the things go towards like streaming and people not having yeah. like a cable box in their house, it's like, dude, is this even a market? You got fucking twenty eight no. people who actually watch us on TV next to three million who watch it on an app. So exactly. Like, when I I'm like a, the type of like NHL nut that like I, I you could charge me more. Like I'm willing to pay yeah more than I probably should. What it's valued to watch like unrestricted and. They just don't offer anything like that. Yeah, it's 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 really goofy. It pisses me off for like the Ducks games because I have Zeke. Yeah. And I'll like I'll be exactly. in my office with multiple games on the monitors and stuff, and then I'm like, oh fuck, this is blacked out, and I gotta find like a yeah. goofy ass stream that like kicks me out every ten minutes or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> starts buffering. And yeah. Just, like ten minutes a game. Yeah. <laughs> that just so happens to me when Zeke stays with Michigan, and I like, oh, <laughs> Yep. Exactly. Um, dude, that's uh, did you see that video I posted in the uh, Aki chat? Like, I had the sickest suite. My chick's company has a suite down in like, the yeah. little bowl. Unreal, awesome. unreal Those experience. Awesome. Dude, it was a Sunday night game, too. It's like they had the Chiefs on the big screen. It's like you go back in intermission, crack a beer from the fridge, sit down like you're watching Sunday Night Football. Like, because intermission when you're at the game usually sucks. You're like, damn it, I want the game to come back. But here I was like, oh, I don't care. Like, let's get 10 more minutes. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to, you don't have to go wait in line. Oh, that's, that's the life. It had a bathroom in there, so when I broke the seal, I was nice and and short range. Right there. That's the best. We would do, because they have the Idaho Steel Huts here in downtown Boise, so one time for a friend's birthday, we, like, all pitched in and got a suite, and it kind of, like, ruins just, like, going and sitting in the seat for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you gotta kind of delete delete your memory a bit. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Steel Huts, are they... AHL or ECHL? They're the ECHL. They're affiliated with the Stars still. Gotcha, gotcha. So they'll play, they used to probably play the Rain and stuff. I think I remember that name, but now they're probably like uh, Orlando Solar Bears. They they play like, yeah, they play like that, that, like um, the Utah Grizzlies. Yeah. (laughs) Teams like that, yeah. Have you seen the Solar Bears logo? Oh yeah, I think it's the best logo in sports. Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) I got I bought a shirt just online just because I love the logo and it was a piece of shit like seven dollar shirt and now it's shrunk down to like my wife's size so she wears it around and like fuck. She wears it now. There you go. Now you gotta get another one. I know. I know. Go order a fucking four X or something so it shrinks down. Yeah, it just shrinks it down. (laughs) I'm I'm six four too, so like I feel the struggle. It's 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 a struggle. Yeah, I've just accepted it. It's like, dude, I, yeah. most stuff I buy, I'm just going to buy it big, and then after 10, 10 cycles in the wash, yeah. it, it might be a snug fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have a, there's like the lifespan of shirts when you're this tall too is much less. Yeah, because the problem is, like, so the problem isn't like the fit on like the chest or like the belly or yeah. anything. It's more just like, dude, a couple washes in when I reach up for something, like I'm showing straight up midriff now just because, yeah, like, it, it's just the fucking length. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> like, if I stretch, 
my hands went over my head. <laughs> belly, belly button now. Yeah. Tough, tough in winter, too. It's fucking cold out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got, like, a long coat that's, like, way too warm sometimes, but I just wear it, like, unzipped because it's long enough it's big. <laughs> I don't have to worry about anything. Right on. Um, so... Anything you wanna you wanna get out to the rest of the league? Any messaging? Any teams you wanna talk some shit on? Uh, who's in first place right now? I would say uh, probably whoever is leading Nomad. So, oh, I'm beating. You're beating them, so that's I mean shit oh, talk done. Fans. All right, well yeah, there it is. This is just what's gonna happen the rest of the year. Call for the crown. <laughs> beating everybody. Do that Nomad <laughs> conference just takes no prisoners. It really does, and it's the top That's like, you guys are all going to make the playoffs, and then just whoever whoever wins the Temecula Conference will make it as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think the Haves win, yeah. So, like, we're going to have four teams at six and four, maybe. Yeah. You know what it is? <laughs> and one, one at seven and three. <laughs> Brutal out here. I know. Yeah, I'm finally, like, that. this is what's pissing me off with my losing streak more is that um, – Mike's team, Russian Warship, is like finally catching up to me. So now I don't even have that caveat of like, hey, whatever happens, I'm still leading the division. So I need yeah. to get my act together, fucking fast. Now it's real. Yeah, yeah. Now it's real. It's <laughs> pressure. The good news is I'm going into the same part of the schedule that I dominated uh, earlier. So hopefully, okay. hopefully, ten is teams. <laughs> but anyway, man, uh, cool. Do I? I don't want to keep you. I, I've had some long episodes oh, that are probably too too lengthy uh, recently, so um, it's a good time. Yeah, yeah. You want to plug anything? Let me know, and uh, otherwise, we can uh, you know see it on the internet gridiron. Yeah, I'll see you out there. <laughs> All right, brother. I'll catch up with you later. All right. Catch you later. Yeah. Bye. All right, fellas, we are back. Dilly, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, Apologies from my end for kind of having you on the board for a few weeks and pulling episodes down off the board, you know, letting business trips get in the way of of a true priority, which is the great group of guys, Fantasy Football League. Um, Nothing on the horizon in terms of business travel or or otherwise, Um, so we should be good to to stick to this Monday Monday schedule moving forward like I discussed earlier. But thanks for the uh, always insightful betting tips uh cool to cool to hear your background story from orange county and a little bit of the connection that uh, you have with weber now being a orange lutheran alum um but yeah good stuff man thank you very much appreciate it and uh congrats on on another fine week in this league speaking of this league let's get into a little analysis starting from my matchup just because it's at the top of the screen scroto ballers putting me to rest on a monday eve 112.16 to 96.28. You heard my gripes, you know. Can't seem to catch a break. Um, underperforming running backs this week. Nick Chubb with almost 13 points. Camaro with six. Not going to be enough to do it. Kittle, bitch. Judy, bitch. Ryan Suckass, bitch. He's off the team. Spoiler alert. Yeah, you know. Maybe things would have been different if I got Mostert in there, and uh, yeah, Mostert instead of Judy in the in the flex would have would have got me to the promised land. It seems, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, as they say. Scroto Ballers, on the other hand, fine performance. Jalen Hurts, I think, just needed around 
seven points or something tonight, came up, hung, hung up 23, continuing a solid campaign fantasy-wise. Dalvin Cook just fucking hurt me. I didn't see the play or anything, but uh, late in the game, they were down, and his score went from like four points to fucking 17 in one play, so he must have had some long run. Uh, Christian Kirk, same thing, I'm out. Getting a bite to eat with Jackie and the boy, uh, you know, kind of clinging on to hopes that I was going to win the matchup, and, and sure as shit, I look up at someone celebrating a meaningless TD in the Chiefs game wearing Jags threads and none other than Christian Kirk. Um, you know, he had a couple of guys leave the door open for me. Lazard, Zach Gertz, late on Sunday, they didn't do much. Um, yeah, Seattle, not much on defense. He left the door open, but uh, I just couldn't get over the threshold. So hats off to you, sir. And, uh, you know, I, I, I gave you an A grade in the draft. So at the very least, it seems that my analysis was was on point. So thanks for that small victory, and go fuck yourself. Um, moving down the line, Jamaican me chase. Bad beats. Real shit bowl. Real shit bowl. 86.78 from bad beats to... Get his third win of the year, first in a long time, I think, since week two or three. Uh, Jamaican me chase, hanging out in the dumps. Uh, Going to remain tied with Wilga for for bottom of the league, but there will be that four-game um, loser's bracket to see who is going to put a portrait up in their room or do the calendar, dealer's choice. Uh, analyzing the matchup, <laughs> it just looks bad from the top down. We got the top one, two, three, four. In the top four rows, uh, the highest score is Justin Herbert with 12 points against Andy Dalton, seven. Then you got a five-point to seven-point running back battle, an eight-point to two-point running back battle, a seven-point to one-point receiver battle, and uh, Hopkins gets on the board for Nate for 14 to kind of start the scoring up again as you scroll down this matchup. Um Jeff Wilson, 21 points. He's been doing well since he went to the Dolphins. Good pickup in Niners threads for E.T. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Eating my Raheem Mostert carries, but they both did well this week. Ryan Tannehill on the bench, probably looking to crack the starting lineup over Andy Dalton at some point soon. Colt McCoy on the bench. Um, E.T.'s just taking flyers. He's waiting for something to stick. Likely going to end up... uh, with a high draft pick this year and, and try to reshape this team in the right direction. Trey Lance comes back. Could be looking at a different squad. Who knows? But get on you, Nate. Back in the win column. Moving down the line, Russian Warship, go fuck yourself, versus Team K. Wilkes. Uh, yeah, bit of a smackdown here, just like the old high school days. Big Mike picking on his fellow pole, K. Wilga. Um, 151 to 105. Let's see here. Justin Fields been dropping dimes lately. 36.38 points over Jacoby Brissett, 16.48. James Conner, 22. Devontae Adams, 23. Stephen Diggs, 18. Uh, Just humming. Humming this week. So, good shit, Mike. A couple of shitty kickers in this battle. Uh, Elliott from Philly and Carlson from the Raiders. Five points between them. So, they can go sit next to Ryan fucking suck ass. Um... But yeah, not much to analyze. This thing was never close, and you know, K. Woga, I, I I hate to hate to say it again, but I think it's just that uh, lack of a name mojo you got there. 
you put all this effort in your hockey name, the urchin's cool, got the storyline, and I log in to Triple GFL and you gotta stare at your stupid fucking name. So, yeah, don't like it. Um, down the line here, we got to our, our pod guest, Dilly Show Me the Skrilly, 138.4 points over OnlyFans, who was in charge of that division. Um, funny, Dilly, if, if you heard, went to go. Send a send a shit talk message. Fire one over the bow of OnlyFans, only to realize that he had just played him. So shit talking had already been done. He already brought it to the field. So uh, we we'll dive into this one. Pretty good battle. Pretty good battle. Josh Allen twenty points for OnlyFans. Daniel Jones eighteen for Dilly. Um, Ezekiel Elliott being out hurt hurt Casey a bit. Let's see it down. There's got to be a big one. Oh yeah, CD Lamb two. Two pay dirts and 150 yards. Probably probably the, the biggest factor in this one. And then last but not least, got a uh, old college battle. Dylan Habing riding the change of luck. Uh, banner banner swap uh, versus the, you know, the opposite of a banner swap. Team Dunbar 06. Can't help but think that uh, that's a big problem. It's the reason this matchup shook out the way it did. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, good performance. Not enough to get it done for Mr. Dunbar. Change of luck getting this one 161.3 to 138.4. Heaviest hit and matchup of the week. Saquon and Pollard, really strong running back duo this week. Uh, Tyreek Hill getting some points. Justin Jefferson, freak fucking catch. Almost a bonus. Travis Kelsey, 17. Geno Smith, 18. There's no holes in this team, guys. No fucking holes. Even his bench was going off. All vibes. Vibes only in that locker room. Playing playing music, celebrating the dub. Um, champagne showers. So, yeah, that rounds out the week. So, again, winners being scroto ballers over carpet walkers. Bad beats over Jamaica Me Chase. Russian worship, go fuck yourself over Team K Wilgs. Show me the Skrilla over OnlyFans. And change your luck over Team Dunbar. Um... So that should shake up the standings here a bit, although they aren't uh, live yet. Temecula Conference is probably just down to uh, Kamish's team and Russian Worship Go Fuck Yourself. We'll both be 5 and 5. Um, probably a, a similar point total. Um, really just going to be duking it out towards the back end of the week or the season here. And I think we got a matchup coming up too. Um, oh, we're almost done, guys. So week 11. I got K. Wilgs. That's a fucking easy dub. Week 12, I got Russian Worship. Go fuck yourself. So week 12 is likely going to decide the Temecula Conference. Who earns that first round bye with, with likely not as good of a record as the second, third, potentially fourth place in the Nomad Conference, which has just really slapped its dong on the table and said, hey, we're here. We're queer. Let's play some fantasy football. Um... Yeah, so we got week 12, then week 13, week 14, then 15 looks to be the start of playoffs. Is that right? It doesn't have any games scheduled. Um, yeah, I think that is right. 15, 16, and 17 being the playoffs. So really, we got four more matchups, boys. Um, so, you know. It's getting down to crunch time. Solidify your spots. Line up this playoff bracket and this loser's bracket. 
And, uh, you know, we will see what happens. With that said, let's take a quick peek at next week. Um, I think we're still dealing with some buys. I don't know when the buys stop. They might just go all the way through because there's two buys per per NFL team now, I think. But uh, Carver Walkers versus K. Wilgs. I got myself in that one. Jamaica Me Chase versus Russian Warship. Go fuck yourself. I got Mike on that one, so I think that the leaders in that division will be 6-5 and five headed into the big showdown. Um, show me the Skrilly going against Bad Beats. Might have got their mojo back after a win. will be interesting to see what happen. it'll be a, uh, happens. It'll be a 3-7 and seven unit versus a 7-3 and three unit. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Scroto Ballers versus Change of Luck. Uh, will be six and four going head to head and then uh got the brother bowl team dunbar 06 versus only fans rounding it out both projected 109 right now but i don't think many people have adjusted their lineup for the buys and such so got a good slate this coming week um you know keep on going a couple couple housekeeping notes uh i've taken into consideration greatly everyone's concern with the fumble points that's definitely going to change. Um, I'm thinking just uh, two points for a lost fumble. I don't really think a fumble should count if you get it back. I mean, it's it's kind of frequent, um, oftentimes very inconsequential. So I, I like the, the two for a lost fumble and nothing for just a normal fumble. Um, a couple other things we'll get to scoring-wise. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that was the one that came up this week. So, without uh, further ado, I will let you boys get back to your week. But, like always, I appreciate you making this league great. I apologize for the lack in, in pods lately. We're getting fucking back into it. Whoever wants to be on, let me know. I think we got a request from Change of Luck, Dylan Habing, just to get that uh, pod bump going. But he didn't need it. Didn't need it. Hung up 160. His team's buzzing. So whoever wants to hop on next week, let me know. It will be nice if you have a matchup kind of hinging on Monday night. But it's not required. It's not required, boys. We are all about just having a good, fun conversation. So I will leave it at that. Thanks, everyone. Let's go get them next week. It's the end of the show. Will somebody please record an outro? All you need to do is let me know Please somebody record a fucking outro Thanks